2: We're back. It's Donna. It's Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything, entertainment. You hey, know.
1: wait, no. You know. No, don't. You no. Know. Adam Thielen. You know.
2: Yeah, breaking news. Uh,
1: breaking news uh, getting released by the Vikings today, according to Tom Pellicero.
2: Mm. Um, so
1: that's the end of an era for, you know, just a, like, a, I mean, people love Adam Thielen. He's just like, he's the guy you can trust in a situation where it's like, we need to catch down. Clearly, Justin Jefferson came in a couple of years ago and took the whole league by storm. But Adam Thielen was just a really interesting story that wasn't a big-name prospect. Uh, draft pick, you know, it's not it's not like everybody had their eyes on him in college and then he came up, just kept working, working, mm-hmm. and then was producing at a prolific clip. And so uh, to know that his days as a Viking are over is I'm sure tough on him mm, um, and his family. So just sad. loves the Vikings and it's tough on Vikings fans because they love Adam Thielen. So congratulations on a fantastic career with the Vikings, and we'll be excited for him to see what's next. Give me a
2: beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine Yee-haw! and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This. 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 Is the beat? So, is your
1: question specifically if I am or was extremely close friends with Adam Thielen because I once played in his celebrity softball game? Is that your question? Yes, it
2: is. How did you know that? Wow, that's crazy.
1: I just kind of knew it. Okay. I was there with all your buddies, too, all your old buds. Recently? This would have been, uh, I think, like PP. Post. Pre. Pre
2: pandemic. Yeah.
1: Cool. Uh, yeah. Were they their, nice
2: to you?
1: Yeah, you know, I in those situations am actually, um, you know, kind of
2: quiet. Quiet. Yeah. Uh, I'd like and to I was, see that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I took my daughter Adeline there, so she she hung out in the dugout. Uh, yeah, I got a triple at one point. Guys, who cares? Whatever. I'm sneaky athletic. The point is, Thielen's one of my closest, uh-huh. and uh, and all those other guys. Uh-huh. Okay. That's where I met. Um, Adam West for the first time, and I was like, I love "Oh Adam,
2: shout out to Adam West he's cool, he's a, nice. Mm-hmm. These are people that I've known for a very long time, so don't make a bad impression Thank I
1: know and and uh common was there love common and um, I feel like all maybe uh, several of the guys I think from uh, the k fan morning show were oh, there sure. and and i I went and everybody else wore like shorts like athletic shorts because you know it's an athletic thing, and I wore <laughs> I wore skinny jeans and I just briefly remembering that's the only thing I remember is I think it was meat sauce just saying something about oh and Steve Patterson from Twin Cities Live has opted for skinny jeans I feel like that's all I remember being said
2: well you know what those guys really aren't known for their fashion prowess what their hoodies and jeans comfy collared shirts and jeans that's what you get Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All right. um, Taylor Swift, her most popular albums are still her country albums. I was kind of surprised by this. Her fifth album, 1989, which is fantastic, uh, was when she really made the switch to pop music. Okay, so 1989, that's, that's a pop album. Okay. When she announced it in 2014, she said, this is my very first documented official pop album. But her first four albums might still be her most popular. Someone paid hundreds of Taylor fans nationwide. Um, I said paid. I meant polled. It's okay, I wasn't queen. wearing my glasses. Hey, no. Anyway, they uh, polled fans nationwide to see which they like the best. And it's definitely her earlier ones. Um, Let's see. Th- then they asked, do you like it or love it? And the two that ranked the highest were Fearless and Red.
1: Is this like Romeo and Juliet days? Baby, i me,
2: her baby, baby, Juliet. No, that's very early. Okay. These two are, I, maybe... It's on Fearless. You could be right about that. Because her first album was the one with teardrops on my guitar. Tim McGraw.
0: Was the name of that yeah, album? Love Story was on Fearless. Yeah. Okay,
2: Love Story. Love That's stuff. when it got really good. Uh, Tim McGraw is the name of a song, yes. Oh. Would you like to sample a little bit?
0: Sing Tim McGraw. Oh, you don't want just me to sing it? Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just give you the hook, <laughs> okay? Because you'll get the gist of it.
0: Is it looking does
1: back. she have a crush on Tim McGraw? In don't this worry
2: story? about it. Sorry. Hold on so when she performed this for the first time she went into the audience probably the cma awards and she went up to tim and put her hand out and she said hi i'm taylor she doesn't have an accent but i just wanted to add it for a little (laughs) flair and the flair was there
1: everybody sensed
2: it eric church has a song called springsteen Oh, I thought these
1: artists got to love that, too. And they're like, great, free publicity here. Get a
2: plug. I don't have to do anything.
1: Hey, now, let's stay on Taylor Swift for a moment here. All right. Because last year, something happened in the world of how music is sold. For the first time in 35 years, vinyl outsold CDs.
2: You shut your mouth.
1: I won't, because this is the truth. In 2022, CDs were outsold by vinyl. That's the first time since 1987. Music fans bought more than 41 million units on vinyl compared to 33 million CDs. Vinyl sales were up 3% uh, from 2021, and CD sales were down 28%. Hmm. So that means CDs are dropping off, and here I'm going to say this word now, precipitously. The biggest album on vinyl... Was "Midnights" by Taylor Swift, huh? Which moved? How about this, Donna? Streams aside, streams aside. Okay, just the vinyl, just the actual record. Yes, nine hundred and forty-five thousand copies. Whoa. She almost went platinum on vinyl.
2: Wow, Donna. Wow.
1: Harry's House by Harry Styles was second with four hundred and eighty thousand. This woman, Taylor Ugh. Swift, mm-hmm. is so rich. Oh yeah. yeah! I mean, hey, did you see the guy from uh, the guy who won the Powerball recently? Who won like the two billion dollar Powerball?
2: No, was Just he? Just bought room? like
1: a twenty five million dollar Hollywood Hills mansion. Good for him! Right?
2: Did he live in California?
1: Oh um, huh. no! Probably not. He was probably like, Good you know, him. what if I ever won the lottery? I'm buying a mansion in the Hollywood Hills. And now I guess they say he lives near like Jimmy Kimmel and the Hollywood Hills. You've never been to L.A. I've never been
2: to L.A., no.
1: And there's a lot to not like about I've been to San Francisco.
2: I've been to San Diego. Never been to L.A.
1: What's different about particularly in Hollywood at night is if you you can look up. And so, you know, Sunset and Hollywood Boulevard, those are all at the base of these hills, these mountains, which now some of the mountains are snow-capped behind the Hollywood sign. But when you look up there... There is sort of an intoxicating twinkle that happens where the mountains these hills come alive, and then you just like look out of your hotel window, and it's like
2: it's just look people's at all these houses homes, with their, all lights, their on, right? lights on. Oh, I love it! And it's it.
1: really nice. Queen!
2: Oh my gosh,
1: it's fun to open your voice up every now and again. <laughs> you know, there are a bunch of people, yeah. who are alive right now. Is that right? I bet you. Do you have a dumb friend? No, I bet you that there are 50% of people listening to us right now who probably in the last, in this calendar year, 2023, have not done something like that with their voice. (laughs) And we do that almost every day.
2: Isn't that weird? By we, you mean you.
1: No, you're nuts. Mm -hmm. You're even weirder during commercial breaks. You're crazy too. But like a lot of people live their lives without... Going, (laughs) oh! And I have trouble even envisioning that. Okay. You think they're happy? I'm sure they're happy. Can I go now? Yeah, that's okay.
2: All right. Uh, When we come back, oh boy, do you strategically order to share when you're at restaurants? That's your question.
1: I've had a change of heart on this topic, and I'll tell you, that they did a study about this. Okay. We'll talk about that. And then a uh, little bit of food news here. It's a, there's a new ice cream flavor that is coming out, and it's for diehards of one specific condiment, mm. kind of, sort of. At least it's treated that way. Talk about it when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk.
2: Happy Friday, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on my talk 1071 where talk is fun I love the question you are going to pose here
1: Do you order with the intent of sharing at a restaurant
2: The it's a an- restaurant The answer is sometimes
1: I love it and so we'll be back oh. I
2: have a uh, I have a friend Amy when she and I meet up, which has been a, a while since we've gone to this place, we always go to the same place, always order the same thing, and we have them split it. So we'll get a turkey burger. They cut it in half. Okay. She gets half, I get half. They even plate it for us that way.
1: So, yeah, you'll and tell then I we split. I like sa- and then,
2: does that. Me too. And then we split a salad.
1: You know, I used to be... So many a date had been spent early in our marriage where... Lou would always be open to the idea of like, do you want to split? And I used to really just kind of like getting my own thing, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: getting into it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It's like, no, get your hands off my fries.
1: It just like to do the thing. And it was like, you know, she's, she's indecisive at restaurants and I am decisive at restaurants. Sure. She views, and I say this with love and respect, if she's listening and I trust she's not, she views (laughs) every meal as though this is her last or her only. That she'll ever have. And it's like, oh, well, what do we have? Oh, no. Do I do soup? Should I do soup? Oh, my God. And I'm just like, this, I bet, will make up less than a fraction of a fraction of a percentage of food I've eaten in my life. (laughs) And so I go in much more willy-nilly about it. Let's try the chicken. But as time has gone on, and I've sort of changed in this regard, Uh I have actually proposed sharing a couple of times where I've heard her say, oh, I'm thinking about getting this i think and then i will say oh I'm, I'm i think i'm gonna get this burger and she's like oh yeah that sounds good too and then i will say why don't we just get one of each and that's very unlike me. i used to just be like let's have our own thing mm-hmm. let's do our own thing 58 percent of people say that they sometimes order different dishes at a restaurant than their friends or their significant other just so they can share right 35 percent say they never do that Uh Uh-uh, no, you get yours, I'll get mine. It's
2: kind of fun if someone's torn, like you said, between two meals. Like, I would never do that with you. But like a girlfriend, I'd be like, you get the salmon, I'll get the turkey burger, Mm -hmm. and let's just split.
1: I do appreciate when a restaurant does, when you can just be up and up and say, here's what we're doing. And then that's a little extra, you know, you feel like you're going to tip them a little more. That's like, that's good service.
2: Yeah, for sure. Are you, you can't great? talk
1: about good service what? anymore. What a world! What do you want
2: from us? We do this as a public service. To yeah, you I
1: guys. guess everything's different now that the pandemic. Wah, wah, wah. Okay, fine. Hi. No, no, no. Wait. Why oh, are we okay. now? We're know. getting belligerent toward our <laughs> listeners. They said nothing. We projected everything. Um, anyway, uh, some stuff like pasta dishes, soups, salads. A little awkward to split. Soup is weird. Well, you can pour it into a bowl. That's hey, weird. Pour out your water cup. Here, here's some split pea. <laughs> it's easy to cut and divvy up a pizza, easy to cut and divvy up a sandwich, or even a dessert. People love to share desserts. Are we sharing that? Are we sharing the carrot Oh,
2: We almost always share desserts. Like, if I go out with my sisters, we're like, let's get, like, I don't know, two different cheesecakes, and we'll split it between the three of us.
1: Another food ordering behavior question.
2: Okay. okay.
1: Have you ever or do you have any problem with ordering the same exact thing as someone else? No. You don't. Do you? Like a friend or let, let's say it's you and we'll call her Amy from uh, Hee Haw Radio <laughs> and Summer Games <laughs> and Winter Shame. Those, those are or,
2: air quotes oh, going yes. on, by the way. Let's
1: say uh, you guys go out and she's like, oh, I'm going to get a, a steak. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm thinking of steak, too. Mm-hmm. Do you do you have any hesitancy there to say, well, wait a minute? Why don't I? Let's get something else, and then we can kind of divvy this up. Does it feel redundant? Does it feel like you're not just something's a little off
0: with the no. feng shui, so to no. speak?
2: Get what you want. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner.
2: L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Queen. Thank you Among thieves and con <laughs> folk. Uh, Thank you, Zamboni, Tom. you go out with the old halasseh what do
0: what's your what's your go-to are you a sharer you nailed it actually she's uh my fiance is exactly like you described lou where it's like oh my goodness just pick so if (laughs) she gets it down to two i'm like okay cool i'll do the other one you just do that other one and you don't have to decide we'll split donna could you allow Mike and i to have group therapy for a (laughs) moment
2: yeah sure do your thing i'm gonna go get some water we'll try to
1: do it all respectfully
2: (laughs) bye What's with them? I have I no mean, idea. What? what is this
1: sense Why? of... Because pre- they, they remember being at restaurants before. Yeah. And so they know so. there's a... Likelihood- okay, well, I'm back. Oh, hey, Donna. Here's the thing.
2: They know we'll be back. Sometimes the problem is, and I think Chef Ramsay will agree, there are too many choices on the menu. Have you ever been to the Cheesecake Factory?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, it no. reads like The Hobbit.
2: By the way, really good food really good they're asian bang bang chicken uh, and shrimp oh so good the, yeah
0: the filet mignon there oh my goodness it's Great. one of the best steaks i've ever had in my really entire no life way. and i'm not kidding the i love steak it's perfectly done every time
2: surprisingly huh. good really really like good that menu but come on man don't give me 40 pages of yeah. stuff to choose from let's get it down to like 8 Isn't that ten. what
1: Gordon Ramsay would say, right? When he would That's go into uh, to Kitchen Nightmares? Is that right. what it was?
2: Too many things on the menu. And he'd
1: say, we got a one page this thing. Like, how can we just folk- do a few things great instead of a lot of things fair? Mediocre, yeah. Although, Cheesecake Factory does a lot of things great. Now, it's been a while yeah, since I've really been good. at the Cheesecake they're Factory. Just- and thank you for asking.
2: I was there during Christmas.
1: I did apply for a job there. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, really? After college. Oh, yeah. And
1: I would like you to know how that went.
2: I don't Care tough
1: coming anyway. <laughs> I go and I interview, and they say, "Wow, look at this guy! Unbelievable charisma, wit, charm, and looks." Yada yada, you know the whole thing. And then they say, "You're hired." I go to group orientation where they talk to us about us all wearing white, like we're in a cult or angels or whatever. And then and all I'm your like,
2: pins. So, no, no right, flair. I don't think they Benikins. do flares Yeah, okay, all right.
1: But anyway, mannequins.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fridays, all this stuff. But um, I go and I sit down with the guy, and he's like, "Blah blah blah." And he said, talked about working Sundays. And I said, oh, um, I would not be able to work on... Steelers games. ...Sundays. You would think I would be citing religious reasons. Mm -hmm. But I was really into fantasy football at this time in my life. And he was like, well, everyone has to take shifts on Sundays. Donna, I was like, okay. So I just nodded my way through it. I walked out of there and I immediately ceased all communication with the Cheesecake Factory. I was hired and then I never went back. Because there was no way I was going to work when a football game was on. That is inside the brain of 22-year-old Stephen oh,
2: I know a 40-year-old who wouldn't do, take <laughs> any side work in radio. You know who you are, if you're listening. Probably uh, Because of Packers games. Packers games. He'd be wow. like, I can't do that. I can't. Be at that festival because the Packers are playing.
1: Imagine being my wife what? at that time, though. I was trying to do like a a, a waitery kind of job.
2: Very entitled.
1: I was trying to like go, go to auditions. We were living in L.A. at the time. So I was like, I need something that, you know, kind of lets me do that kind of stuff. But then imagine I come home from that. She's working at a uh, facility where it's like a 50 mile drive and she's working with uh, young ladies who are going uh, dealing with eating disorders. Okay. She's doing oh, really wow. meaningful work early in our marriage, waking up. I should have to leave at like 5 in the morning. Like, no kidding, just to beat the traffic. It was this long commute. And then I come back, well, honey, another tough day, doing very, very meaningful, difficult work. How did the interview with Cheesecake Factory go? (laughs) Are you going to make any money? Well, there was a small hitch.
2: Were you living with her father at the time? How? Yep. Wow, if I were him, I'd be like, listen, buddy, you're taking that job. Yeah. If you're going to live under my roof...
1: Also, there are first time listeners who are like, why were they living with the father-in-law? You'll never know unless you continue to tune in. And I randomly stumble back on that. But there was a bell when he entered the house. And that is a true thing. We'll take a break. 651-641-171. Call up. I
2: tell you about Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm, where they are dedicating to, uh, dedicated to helping people in some really difficult circumstances. You know, it, it, let's just say, for example, you suffered from an injury as a result of an accident at someone else's uh, negligence. Mike Bryant assures that every tool at their disposal will be used to protect your rights. You really do need somebody on your side protecting you. And um, oftentimes, you know, you're looking at things like medical expenses, lost wages, rehab costs, distress, and that can change things at home for everybody. And, uh, you know, oftentimes insurance companies, they just want to get this over and done with and give you the um, minimum uh, as far as a payment Mike and his team will help you get the maximum if you ever find yourself in this position get a hold of Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant you're going to find him at Minnesota personal All right, we do need to get a caller on the line, right? Yes. Again, 651 641 1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. There's like a Steve's Ahead nine games.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, I got to be honest, I could make it 29 to 19. That'd be a 10 game lead. And that would I hurt my
2: heart. So double bad.
1: digits would. That, yeah, that starts to play mental games with you. So yeah. I'm hoping that we can crush you. 651 641 1071. Call now and you
2: can be a lifeline because we're going to play this. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like Quiz Ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, Mighty Mike. Mike. I want to see how smart you up again, Mike. Oh, it's all we'll, good. we will get there? I don't know where it is. We I have a know. brand new open.
0: We'll find it. It's oh, no right. big deal.
2: Oh, okay, you're yeah. so nice. What a mensch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yes, we're going to play the College Pop Culture Knowledge today. And uh, today is Theme because we are still working our way to the Oscars on Sunday. It's yeah. going to yeah. everyone's tongue. Uh, we're going to change it up a little bit, though, but this is going to be all best- original song winners from the Oscars. So we're doing music themes, okay. but it's music about the Oscars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. okay. Feeling good about that? I, I don't know. I'm not sure how Robin's going to feel about it, but she's going to play along with us. Hey, Robin, <gasps> it's been Robin. a while. How you
2: doing, guys?
0: Oh, so good.
1: Listen, Robin, what's what's happening next in your day? You're going to slaughter this game, and then what?
2: I don't know. I got to play. I got to work first. All right. Then Fine. play after.
1: All right. Fine. All right. All business suddenly, Robin. Jeez Louise. Hey, now, Robin, let me tell you this. It's uh, it's it's music at the Oscars. It's Academy Award themed with the Oscars happening this Sunday night. Um, on the way in, on the drive in, part of the time I was listening to movie scores. Does oh, that shoot. sway you at all? I mean, I was listening to movie scores. I would love to partner with you and really just stick it to Donna. Would you be willing to accept my offer to be my teammate?
2: Steve, I can't. i got to go
1: with
0: my girl. No, you don't, Robin. It's time for a change.
2: (laughs) Robin! Woo! Bye. All right, right, I'm out of here. See you later.
0: (laughs) All right. Steve's gone. We're going to put Robin. You're going to go on hold here and hang tight. We'll we'll go through these questions with you uh, when that time comes. But uh, Donna, are you ready? Okay. You're in there alone? Yes, I am. Again, Best Original Song Winners. That is the theme today. Okay. Here we go. Disney tunes have crushed this category with so many hits. Little Mermaid won in 89 with Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast in 91 with its theme, and then Aladdin the next year with this tune.
2: Oh, is it the, uh, uh, somewhere out there? Somewhere out there. In
0: 1983, a dance rom-drom had two best original songs in the running. Michael Cimbello's tune Lost, this hit from Irene Cara won.
2: Flash dance.
0: The year Well, uh, Flash
2: flashdance what a feeling. The, the year whatever.
0: was 2002. The song was Lose Yourself. Name the movie.
2: Oh, uh 8 Mile?
0: Anything you'd like repeated?
2: Uh, maybe the first one.
0: Disney Tunes have crushed uh, Little Mermaid in 89 with Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast in 91 with its theme, and Aladdin the next year with this tune.
2: I think it's somewhere out there.
0: All right. I we hope. are going to put uh Robin back up here. Let's run through these Robin with you. We've got the Disney tunes crushing the category with so many <laughs> hits. Little Mermaid won in 89 with Under the Sea. Beauty and the Beast with its theme in 91. Aladdin the next year with this tune. She says somewhere out there.
2: Uh, is that the second one?
0: Is that what you said for first uh, one? The first one I said yeah. somewhere out there. Robin, how do you feel about that one?
2: You know what? I'm horrible with uh, Disney and Oscars. period, so okay. I'm sorry, Donna. That's okay. Let's Sounds see how we do.
0: good. We will uh, keep that one there. Uh, second one, in 1983, this dance, Rom-Drom, had two best original songs in the running. Michael Sembello's tune, Lost, and this hit by Irene Carl, won. She said, Flashdance, what a feeling. Your thoughts on that?
2: I'm going to say yes on that
0: one. Okay, and then okay. finally, the year was 2002. The song was Lose Yourself. What was the movie? She says, Eight Mile. Feeling good on that one? No clue. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll stick with it. Cool.
2: Okay, we'll get Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. All right, come on, come on, come on. People are waiting. Let's go. <laughs> chop, chop. Okay.
0: Come on, Steve. Hey. <laughs> it's like you're calling a dog.
2: Your <laughs> boy. Come on. You got on, this, money.
0: Radio pro. Here you pro. go. <laughs> can you
1: find some other way to fill besides? Come on. Hey. Come here. You can here do boy. it. You
2: can do it. Oh, uh, here. Got uh, a treat, huh? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> That's right. She was like, "I have a trolley sour gummy <laughs> worm." <laughs>
0: How'd you guys uh, do? Uh,
2: I, I'm not sure, to be honest. Well, let me
0: ask Mike. Mike, how did they do? I'm not sure, to be honest.
2: <laughs> Love it.
0: All right. Are you ready, Steve? I'm ready. Let's dominate! All right, let's get it. Again, the theme is Best Original Song Winners. We start with this one. Disney tunes have crushed this category with so many hits. Little Mermaid won in 89 with Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast in 91 with its theme, and... Aladdin the next year with this tune A Whole New World In 1983 a dance rom drum Had two best original songs in the running Michael Cimbello's tune Lost This hit performed by Irene Caro won Dirty Dance? Oh geez. Um, I don't know the year was 2002. The winning song was Lose Yourself. Name the movie. 8 Mile. Go back to the other one. 83. A dance rom drum, had two best original songs in the running. Michael Cimbello's tune, Loss. This hit performed by Irene Carl. but
1: That's definitely not, and that's Kenny Loggins. Um, oh, Nikes. Mm-hmm. Dirty Dancer.
0: All right, let's run. Oh, no. Answers here. We're gonna start. I feel from like the, I'm at least getting overtime. We're gonna start from the bottom and work our way up. The year was 2002. The winning song was "Lose Yourself." The name of the movie, of course, was Eight Mile. Oh yeah, Mom Spaghetti. Yes, nice job to both of you. Thank you. Uh, we'll go to the uh, middle one in 1983. A dance rom drum mm. had two best original songs in the running. Michael Cimbello's tune was "Maniac." That one oh. lost to Irene Cara's tune, which was "Flashdance." What a feeling! Yes. Oh. Woo! And Donna Beard. nailed that one. Nice.
2: Donna. I know, but then there's this.
0: Or excuse me, yeah, two to one is now the score. Donna with the lead. We go to the final one. Disney tunes have crushed in the category. Little Mermaid, One with Under the Sea, Beauty and the Beast with its theme, Aladdin. The next year. A whole new world. Steve yeah. nails it. I just listened to the Peebo Bryson version of oh. that. I almost uh, said Peebo nice. Bryson. Yeah. And then
2: I was like, what's the song? I said Somewhere Out There.
0: That's an American... You know that one? American Tale. Oh. That was the big song from an American Tale. Darn
2: it. So we're tied.
0: Um, <sighs> oh, jeez. Here Robin, we go. Now everybody's you. nervous. All right, oh, Robin. Oh, no. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I'm going to play a uh, song winner. Okay. Now, uh, this specifically, I'm asking for... The movie that okay. this, not the title of the song, not the title the of the song, title of the, movie not the performer. This is the best original song winner. Name the movie that this <sighs> tune came from. Robin, you can play as well. Yell out your name. That is your buzzer. Donna, right? make eye contact with me the whole no, time. Yeah, come to. on, it's gonna
1: increase the pressure. Okay,
0: here go, we go. I'm gonna pick a random spot in the song, and here we go. Look at me, Donna. I'm going to try to. Oh no! Oh no! I
2: believe in you. Uh- Donna. Oh, God. Donna was first. Name the movie. You take my breath away. Name the movie, Donna. Five, four, three. It's Tom Cruise and... Two. Oh, what's the name of the movie? Thank you, Top Gun. Oh, my God.
1: That, you know... I'm just going to leave that live. Just let us have, have
2: it. Just let us have it.
1: Yeah. And for any angry emailers, you hear what just happened? Crab it. You yeah, weasels. Yeah, we
2: gave you one the other day, and it's fine. <laughs> okay, what happened? I, I wanted Robin You won, away.
0: Robin. You you won.
2: Okay, was it was it the movie Top Gun? Yes. It was.
0: The songs <laughs> take my breath away. It's a love theme from Top Gun, Berlin the singer. I, I would have guessed Rain Man.
2: Okay. Oh, Mike, you play the song? I couldn't hear the song. Oh, gotcha. Uh, yes, I
1: did play the song. but uh, okay. Yeah. okay, I did
2: not hear that part. Oh, I That's love it. Really so Robin just heard. Oh, she was hearing her clues. She heard on one one clues. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I heard Donna's clues.
1: Oh, wow. It was meant to be. It was. Robin, congratulations.
2: Thanks, Robin. All righty. Way to go, Donna. <laughs> thank you. Hold
1: tight, Robin. Hey, <laughs> okay.
2: Steve, by the way, I do love your and your wife's uh, house things. Oh, house thank together. you so oh, yeah, much, Robin. Yeah. yeah, thanks for Fun. watching
1: those. Appreciate you.
2: All right, here's the deal. Yes. I have an email here from our buddy Kaylee. Scorekeeper. She has a suggestion for the game. Okay. Hi, y'all. I've thought of some fun ideas for the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. People seem to be getting very invested lately in the game, so I will take full credit for that spike in interest. Mm. Maybe Donna can make questions and quiz Mike and Steve one day, and then the next day, Steve Absolutely can make not. questions to Steve uh, to quiz Donna and Mike. No, no, no. Mike can keep whatever points he wins at the end of the uh, year that he can allocate to whomever he chooses. Oh, this is fun.
1: Yeah. So, Kaylee, let me just uh, offer a unilateral decision here. No. <laughs> and the reason is um, we don't want to. Donna and I, and and I'll I'll explain why, you know, um, Donna and I used to write questions for the other person for the Millennial X game. And I
2: loved that.
1: That happens once a week. She says she loved that. But ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I worked alongside this woman for five years, felt more like 50. Every Wednesday, virtually, Mm -hmm. there would be a mad dash It's true. somewhere around 930 to
2: 1030. You're right.
1: Uh, where we were both, Ryan, super annoying, our old producer, would mm-hmm. say, ah, uh we playing today? Are, are you getting me any questions? By the way, he's right, like
2: yeah, 25 years old, and that's yeah. what he sounds like.
1: Yeah, grumpy old man. Uh, are we just going to make it up on the fly? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it became, in theory, at the beginning, it was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, oh, this is going to be tricky for her, tricky for him. We did not love it. That is a that is a miss remembering of how you actually felt about it. And so Mm -hmm.
2: to be tasked
1: with that multiple times a week on some random days, Kaylee, you've brought so many good ideas to the table. This one is bad and it's not going to happen. Okay. We, and, and furthermore, We are attempting to do for Zamboni what we've done for many people at this station, which is launch their careers. Mm -hmm. Now we got Ryan fired, but now he's working in TV, and that's fun. But other people, like DJ Rock Lobster, became super famous. And to an annoying point, really. And we're trying to do that for Zamboni. So as he becomes our game guy, he's got to own this College of Pop Culture knowledge. People love it. He sets the rules. He delivers it well. You you think the game's going to go as well if Donna's running that show or if I'm running that show? Heck no.
0: Case in point, today I just laid out and let you guys figure out exactly how you want to handle that situation. So
2: Hmm. go ahead, Donna, you got the win. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just remember, I always get the final word.
1: I know. Trust me. Yeah. You ever been, oh my gosh, when I came on board, one of the first things she said to me, look at that sign. What does it say? And then she held my face closer to it. Donna and Steve, that second (laughs) image is replaceable. (laughs) People, half the people still think you're Marley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's
2: funny. We gotta go. No, we, gotta, we got things to do. You know, don't forget it, it is uh, daylight savings this weekend.
1: Why don't we do a few tips? Okay, uh, we'll do a few tips when we come back. Then Donna and I will both tap into the fact that we're just a little bit concerned for Jenna Ortega.
2: A little bit, just a little
1: bit, just a little bit, and we're concerned about the same thing. So we'll tell you what it is when we okay. return, Don and Steve, on my
2: talk. Woo! Oh my god. So Sunday, welcome back. It's us, Donna and Steve. And the big Zamboni over there. Um,
0: big, big, big Zamboni.
1: <laughs> um, I isolate
2: that for
0: the sounder. That's going to be perfect. Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> Sunday. So wait, it's spring forward. So we lose an hour. Right?
1: What are we doing? Yes.
2: Forward.
1: Yeah, so you spring Forward. Forward.
2: Forward. You
1: did your jersey forward. Forward. It's forward. a hard Florida, word to orange. say. All
2: right, so to jump ahead, basically. We lose an hour.
1: Yeah, but we get more daylight in the evening. Uh, trade-off. It's going to be dark again in the morning when you wake up. This state is pretty extreme. Bomb. <laughs> I mean, it is. Should
2: we just keep it here? Isn't, aren't we ruling on this?
1: This is the one. Yes, they will assemble the powdered wigs. This could be
2: the powdered the wigs.
1: last time that we spring that we do anything with our clocks. And won't your who will rejoice more than people who have to operate car clocks and microwave clocks, <laughs> oven <laughs> clocks? It's all they're, they're thinking of changing all of it, possibly. So this could be the last time that we ever spring forward. And I would imagine it will. When are they gonna? When are they gonna rule on that?
2: That's why I was asking.
1: Oh well, I, I answered your question with a right. question.
2: All right, great. We don't have an answer for anybody, but here are some tips to help you adjust to the time change. Okay. All right. It's going to be tricky too because the Oscars are on. Oh wait, no, we do that Saturday night, going into Sunday, right?
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It happens at two a.m.
2: Okay. Great. So, cut out caffeine six hours before bed this weekend. Good rule of thumb in general. This was a problem for me a few earlier in the week. I had caffeine too late in the day. I kid you not when I tell you I basically tossed and turned the entire night. Oh, interesting. No sleep. And I was like, wow, why? What's wrong? Like, I didn't have anything on my mind.
1: You know what? I should try. I don't think caffeine impacts me nearly the way that it impacts people who say like, oh, oh, no, sorry. I'll decaf. It's four. And I'm like, what are you nuts? I think I could have, and I'm open to the experiment. I think okay. I could drink a full bang energy drink. No. No, no, no. Hear me out.
2: No, you can't. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh.
1: <laughs> I think I could do a full bang energy drink at ten o'clock at night. And I bet you I could be asleep by what's the good gauge there? Eleven? Eleven thirty? Do no. I, 1130, let it, like, get in my system a little bit more?
2: I guarantee you will be waking up.
1: You Even if I you never... fall
2: asleep, I think you'll wake up. You'll be stimulated. You think so? hmm
1: Should I do this as an experiment? I would love that. Or would this just be a really dumb way to use an evening? Both. All right.
2: Okay. No alcohol either. Even just one drink can disturb your sleep. So maybe skip the alcohol tomorrow night.
1: So it helps you fall asleep faster, but then they say you sleep worse. Right.
2: Eat light. Don't eat a meal two or three hours before bed or, you know, whenever you're planning to go to bed. It can interfere with the quality of your sleep. Make sure Hmm. you make your bed a place you want to sleep in, meaning fresh, clean sheets, no phones or tablets. I'm looking at you, Patterson. Hmm. Go to bed earlier. You can minimize the impact of the change. And go to bed like 15 to 30 minutes earlier than usual tonight. Okay. And then again tomorrow. And you should be adjusted by Monday. Thank you. Bye.
1: Or you can just pony up and live.
2: Or oh, am Sorry, or
1: princess. That. Did you get an hour less? We've had interrupted sleep for the last 12 years.
2: Will your kids... Will that screw them up in the morning?
1: Let me tell you who hates daylight saving: parents of yeah, small. kids. That's what I
2: was thinking.
1: Because it's you think you think devs out there like reading up on. Oh wait, so when should I go to bed?
2: Right, right. These,
1: they don't know, and so when you lose an hour, you just lose an hour. And guess what? An when hour. you fall back, okay, you still they just they just wake up earlier. Okay, you know what I mean. I will say this. <clears throat> I just, during the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, I went out there and I opened up TikTok.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And randomly there was some dude, I, mean, I can't play it for you because he used an F-bomb and an S-bomb. But he said, he's, he's rough and tumble kind of guy, right? Cool-looking dude, opened a bunch of restaurants. I forget what his name was. But he said, uh, yeah, I'll tell you why my life changes. When I started putting my phone in airplane mode at six o'clock and he said, and here's why. And he's not like some softy like me. He was like, you know, I'd walk through, we all do this, you walk in the house, you're on your phone through the door, your kids are saying hello, right. and you're looking down, looking up, looking down, have this fragmented life of down, up, down, up, down, up. And he said, it dawned on me, I don't know why, but it dawned on me in this moment where the only thing your kids want, their main drive in life, they want the attention mm-hmm. of just two people. That's right. Their mom and their dad.
2: Aww. And
1: we spend, that's all they want. He was like, they don't care about cars, they don't care about money. they don't he, they said he, he was saying they don't care how many restaurants I've opened. They don't care about any of it. The only thing they want is my attention and their mom's attention. and that's it. And so he said it was it was through that that he was like, I'm just gonna click it into airplane mode uh, when he, for him, he was like, at' six right. o'clock when I get home, and then that's it. And then if you want after the kids go to bed, if you're doing work on it or whatever, or you just want to sort of, you know, just relax by watching some stuff, sure. you can, but to protect that precious time. And I, I, I mean, when I watch that, I, I certainly feel conviction on that because there's a lot of fragmented living. And there's a guy who's like, when you're living up, down, up, down so much. And remember? Remember when we checked our phone a couple of weeks ago and found out how many times we've picked our phone up? Yeah, let's do let's that again. do it again. again.
2: Okay. Uh, if you have an iPhone Everybody right do now, it if you have an iPhone.
1: You'll go to your home screen, and then you will swipe right like you liked him on Tinder. Okay. Okay, we're going to swipe right. Okay. And then there's a thing. You scroll down a little bit. It'll say productivity. Uh, it'll show you how, how much time you've spent on your phone today with your phone awake. Tap on that. And then Is it, it this Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay.
2: So here's mine. 15 minutes today, three minutes on social, two minutes on creativity and one minute on productivity.
1: Now scroll down. Okay. Scroll down to pickups. I don't have that. You do.
2: I don't know where it is.
1: May I see your phone?
2: Yes, you may. Okay. Everybody you're looking for pickups, pickups at the bottom of your phone.
1: So Donna, what we would do is click on this.
2: Ah, yours is
1: probably low. I can't believe you haven't been on this phone for 15 minutes today. And then we'll scroll down and see pickups. You have picked up your phone 14 times today. Oh, wow. I have picked up my phone 72 times today. Shut
2: up. Why? That means
1: that 72 What are
2: you times... doing? You have a problem.
1: Okay, now just for the record, the last time we did this, Donna had more pickups than I. So I know she's throwing stones right now in her glass house, but I'll just let the record stay but, with that. Okay,
2: okay. What are you looking at? Like, well, I'm looking at the weather
1: Yes, I'm looking at the weather. Um, I'm looking at Instagram. I'm looking at email. I'm looking at maps. Now, this also, okay. my phone probably turned on and off about, I don't know, maybe eight times in the car. Okay. But um, but so so that's something. But it, it's a very fascinating thing. And, and why I think pickups, time spent is certainly something, no no doubt. But pickups is interesting because... That's the up-down thing that I'm talking about. When you look yes. down at your phone, check mm, it, and then you sure. look back up and scan the room. Anything interesting? Any real humans doing anything interesting? No. Disengage. And then you go back to your phone. The The, the thing was talking about, how difficult it is to feel peace or stillness in life when so much of your life feels, so, so much of your attention is fragmented so, between real life people right. and down there. Right. I love technology. But what I do, I like to be, uh, I want it to uh me to be its master. Right. You know?
2: Yeah. The alpha like in that relationship got is important. Of you.
1: Seventy-two seems high.
2: That does seem but then look and it'll tell you what you were looking at. Mine was four looking at messages, two were photos, two was weather, two were authenticator, which is what we have to do to access our email on a laptop, and one was the clock.
1: Can you click on yours and it will show you your um it will show you. Oh crud! Where to go? Your average daily pickups. My average daily pickups is currently at one hundred and three.
2: Wow, my average is. I don't know. How do you know?
1: I clicked on the Friday when I was doing it, and then it just like took me there. I guess the
2: lesson week
0: up on the top week. where it says day and week. Click on week, Here. and then you'll see the average. Okay. Mm. Okay, this is interesting.
1: I'll get Mike, too, how many uh, pickups no. do you average or have today? 98 for a week is your average. Today was 50. Okay. 90- so that means wow.
2: I'm a- 98 isn't bad.
1: Mine's 103.
2: Oh, that's not bad for a whole week?
1: No. no per average, day. Per that's day. average per oh. day. For the week. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and we're getting shamed again. We'll be back. <laughs> Bye.